Now streaming on Not the Podcast You Deserve. Welcome to episode 103 of Not the Podcast You Deserve. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle, along with the regular Drew. I don't like saying that. That's fine. At this point, I think I'm more just going by the prodigal son, uh, because I'm just, I'm in and out, you know. You're you're at least the one who shows up on time, which I appreciate about you. Well, hey, if you're going to make, if you're going to make a date, you know. (laughs) And the other Drew will be joining us shortly, supposedly, maybe not, maybe never again. Who's to say? I did offer Will Baker a spot on the podcast last week, like full-time permanently. Um, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Hey, it says the recording is 38. It's on the 39th minute of recording. Oh, that's just how long Our, our meeting, okay. yeah. Gotcha. Tracking, tracking, tracking. It does tie back into what um, we were just talking about. <laughs> it does. We've been waiting for 39 minutes for Drew to get on here. That's going to be like, well, my intro took way longer than it usually does. If we were 39 <laughs> minutes. I on. think I blacked out. Um, <laughs> well, Drew, we missed you last week. Um, I know you haven't listened to the episode yet, so I'm not even going to ask you, you know, if we missed anything. Uh, we did have a, a couple listeners uh, reach out about our uh, Dark Knight trilogy podcast. Um, the funny Mail ones, back. funny ones came from Dale. Perfect. So we'll let that you checks know out. What what Dale had to say? Yeah, that that adds up. Um, he uh, he first said that Will Baker needs to take Aaron Eckhart's name out of his foul mouth. Mm. Uh, I guess he did nothing wrong in that movie. Uh, Baker had uh, said that he didn't like Aaron Eckhart in the Dark Knight, um, which you know. I wasn't going to stand on the hill and, and die on that hill for Aaron Eckhart. But, uh, you know, at the same time, I do love me some Aaron Eckhart. Maybe it's just because thank you for smoking. I don't know. I don't know. But he can do no wrong for me. Um, and then he made a really bad point about Alfred uh, seeing Bruce at the end of the movie and how that completes Alfred's character arc, which uh, I don't disagree with, but also wasn't the point <coughs> of what I was saying. So uh, either way, it's moot. Um, but I, my, my pitch was that I think the movie would have been even better if it had just cut away. Like it just ended with Michael Caine looking up at the table and grinning and then it just cuts to black. Cause I think that gives you like that, that gives you that, that mysterious, you know, kind of mystique of like, Oh wow. You know, it's, there's, he made it. You didn't have to see him sitting with Anne Hathaway, who's just been a giant bee for the most of the movie. <laughs> and he just... He just slept with Talia al Ghul like 30 minutes ago in the movie and then killed her. And now he's with Catwoman. It's just, uh, yeah, I think it was just a little too perfect of an ending. I, um, but, you know, that's me. I will say... I didn't want to see the top follow at, fall at the end of Inception, you know? Yeah, yeah. I didn't want him to be like, hey, by the way, in Memento, he's really the bad guy. I, wanted, I like it when you leave me a little... Yeah, uh, I didn't want to know to how ponder. World War II ended when I saw Dunkirk, so... <laughs> Sometimes just leave a little to the audience's imagination, please. All right? See, Nolan. Um, you don't have to share everything you know, guy. Um, I will really say, when you, when you brought up uh, Selena Kyle and, and uh, Anne Hathaway, uh, that's no. one thing that bothers me a little bit, specifically about superhero movies or comic book-based movies or anything that really has um, just a, a big following prior to that movie being created. Um, right. A lot of times I feel like filmmakers take for granted that they're like, oh, the audience knows that 
Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle have like a weird relationship and like sure. they totally are in love. And it's like, hey, you didn't show that really at all in this movie. Right. Uh, but I guess we're just we just know it's supposed to happen. So whatever. While he's while he's got an atomic bomb that's ticking down very quick to zero, he does stop to make out with her real quick before he flies off. Um, Priorities. Like, to me was enough, you know, like that's all I needed. Uh, but you know that's neither here nor there. It's neither this episode nor another. Well, it is a la- it is it is another episode, but it's not this one. Um, I uh, what is this I episode? Have, this episode is now streaming episode, uh, which we're going to talk about stuff we've been watching. And I only really have one big one. Um, have you heard of the Sandman on Netflix? <gasps> you stole my big one. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, let's talk about the Sandman for a little bit. Did you know that it was a comic before? You watched this show. I sure did. Okay, so I my brother was really big into it. He's got the whole thing. I've never read it before. Wait, time out. How much have you watched? Uh, through episode seven, and I have listened to the first five chapters via Audible. Which, if you've never had a graphic novel read to you via Audible, this is a weird one to start with. But <laughs> <laughs> but it is yeah. it is fun. It is a fun uh, little adventure of having someone narrate action to you that's typically in a comic pain and yeah. um, also this is written by neil gaiman originally and yeah who i absolutely love um, yeah i love he's not good omens uh american oh, gods blanking. american gods that was the most yeah. yeah uh norse mythology was another book that he did and there's another book cool. uh called neverwhere that's also really good um that i think could also be great for the screen if anybody wanted okay. to take that uh beast on uh, but a lot of his stuff deals with themes of like ancient religions and yeah. like theologies and demons and magic and how they all might exist in this like material plane that like we don't know about. And sure. he's just really good at creating characters that you care about that come from a world you would have never imagined. Yeah, I really enjoyed the Good Omens uh, TV show on Amazon Prime. I thought, yeah. that... did I say that weird? Did I say Amazon Prime weird? Felt weird. Um, I really liked that, what he did with those characters. Now he put them into the the real world, into the history, and how um, Aziraphale and what's-his-name were the cause of a lot of stuff. Crowley, yeah. Um, Yeah, so so I didn't really know about this this book. I didn't really know anything about this show coming into it. Um, I didn't even know... I guess I did know that it was a DC comic book at one point, but like... When I saw Sandman, I was like, oh, I'll watch this because my wife likes scary things and this seems like it'll probably be scary. And then like 10 minutes into it, I was like, oh no, this is definitely a comic. <laughs> and then, <laughs> But she's really liked it. We're only like four episodes in, I think. Um, so I've really enjoyed it so far, though. What I did not know, uh, that David S. Goyer uh, is one of the creators of the TV show and wrote a lot for it. Do you know who David S. Goyer is? That I do not know. Tell me more. Uh, so he's a, a famous writer um, and a not-so-famous director. He's written things like Blade, Blade 2, and then he wrote it, he wrote it, he wrote and directed Blade Trinity. So, Perfect. like, give this guy an Oscar now. He wrote Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, um, The Dark Knight Rises. He was credited for helping the story on The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Um, he wrote Jumper. He wrote Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. Wrote Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. 
Terminator Dark Fate, and uh, he is writing the new Hellraiser movie uh, coming out soon. Um, But all of that to say, like, wow, does this guy have some huge hits and some huge misses? Uh, It's really interesting to me that somebody can make Blade Trinity and The Dark Knight. That someone can that's, that someone can write uh, Jumper and also Man of Steel. It's just uh, very. I'm not sure that Jumper is a great movie, uh, but uh, oh, and he's also written some some comics and uh, other things. Um, but yeah, I thought that that was uh, pretty cool. That's I did shout not, out um, for that guy for literally just swinging for the fences every time. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, and he like he found. Uh, Ryan Reynolds before it was cool and he found yeah. uh, Hayden Christensen after it was never cool and <laughs> uh, you know was able to write one of the best Batman stories and also one of the uh, dumbest so <laughs> that is I just he didn't do I, Batman and Robin I didn't say Batman and Robin that wasn't him no but you said <laughs> Don of Justice so Oh, yes, 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 yeah. Batman versus Superman. Um, and that was less bad for Batman, but real bad for <laughs> for Superman. And just, yeah. like, I'll never get over the whole, like, the reason we're going to not fight each other, even though we've been gearing up for it for months and months, Martha. is because you said my mother's name. Yeah. Which, if you've ever been in any kind of a high school taunting fest is the first thing you do is you insult somebody's mother you bring up the mother and man you just weren't ready for him to say her name like dude <laughs> you you clearly grew up a reclusive billionaire orphan uh, uh i want to <laughs> i want to give back to sandman real quick <laughs> oh i'm sorry i got yeah. distracted uh the guy with no eyes boyd holbrook i think uh-huh. he is an awesome job are those teeth in his eyes they sure are. I, I get the first episode is like, oh, he doesn't have eyes. The second episode is like, his eyelids are really big though. And the third episode is like, I'm pretty sure those are teeth, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, that pro- proves to you, I've not written, uh, written. I did, I did not read the comics. Um, and I really like the the star who plays Morpheus or Dream. Um, yeah. I think he's good. I've not seen him in anything before. Um, but it's like. It's the world of Hollywood cannot stop casting Patton Oswalt as the animated figure that that helps the protagonist. Like yeah. he's in it just it's all the time now. And I'm I'm uh I don't know if I'm getting weary of it, but it's just like every time there there could be a CGI character or an animated character that follows the main uh, protagonist around, it's it's gonna be him. Well, it's because he has a voice that lends itself to being animated. Like, it's kind of fun and quirky and goofy, which not everybody has that type of voice. He's kind of, like, trusting and fun. And, like, when you hear him talk, you're like, well, he's a good guy. Like, you just know that he is. But then he's also, like, irreverent enough that he can be, like, the comic relief and can be in some of those, like, darker comedies. that You're like, oh, I don't think you're supposed to joke about that. Um, And it just sounds weird, you know, coming from him. Uh, but it's it's great. Don't get me started on Pip the Troll. Uh, but the How about girl who happy? played, yeah, Happy is his best one for sure. Um, but the girl who played Joanna Constantine, um, mm-hmm. she, I, I would love to see her in more things. I thought she was, I thought she was magnetic. I thought that she stole 
the Agreed. the scene every time she was on it. I was like, Agreed. I'd like to see more of you. Um, so I was going to bring her up specifically, though, because if you like in the comics, that character is actually played by John Constantine. Sure. Um, so I don't know. And there's a whole part as well in the first volume where he's dealing with uh, the Justice League of America and the Justice oh, League really? International. And like interacts with some of their characters as well. Not like super big, but like has little one off interactions with them. Sure. And the fact that none of it has been in this show so far, um, at least, you know, I still have a couple episodes left, but I would be surprised to see them, makes me feel like DC didn't give this the full blessing. For sure, yeah. Uh, coming sure. out, that they were like, ooh, yeah, we were kind of associated with it earlier, and not anymore. Yeah. I think um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was uh, supposed to write, or was supposed to direct and star in this movie like four or five years ago. And then, but Neil Gaiman said, no, no, we're going to do this my way and we're not going to do it how the big wigs want to do it at Warner Brothers. So I think he somehow got the rights from Warner Brothers and got it to net in Netflix hands or Netflix probably had to pay a bunch of money for it. If I had to guess. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, I'm really enjoying the Sandman and I'm only, I think four episodes in it's 10 episodes, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I got some room to go. No spoilers, please. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, for sure. But I, I really enjoyed it, and uh, I'm looking forward to catching the rest of it. Uh, yeah, uh, that's probably exactly what I'm going to do when we get off of this uh, podcast. Is Fair I'm enough. Try to finish yeah. that, finish that up, because that was also one of the things I wanted to talk about. Was I've been enjoying it a lot, and it's been very interesting to uh, ingest this story through two different media at the sure, same yeah. time. Um, because I love Audible, as I think I've mentioned on the show before, but listening to that first and then starting the show i got really addicted to the show i was like all right well let's keep going and then going back to the book i was like oh the story is different so it's been fun comparing the side by side of what translates one in a comic book two to an audible book and then three to the screen and so making those notes um all at the same time has been a really interesting experience for me as a viewer. Uh, but the other thing that I watched recently, which has been out for a little bit, so it's probably not new for most people, but the Umbrella Academy uh, season three. Yeah, what'd uh, you think? I I enjoyed it. Um, I really like the the style, the um, kind of storytelling that the Umbrella Academy does. Uh, the fact that they really like poke fun at everything. Um, they don't take themselves too seriously while also taking a couple points pretty seriously. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like they also tell pretty consistent stories, which is sometimes really hard to do when time travel is involved. And time travel is always involved. Yeah. Uh, I did think it was kind of interesting that uh, they took Elliot Page's character and immediately changed and addressed it and then we're like and everybody here is cool with it and has no more questions yeah moving on viewer like don't move it wasn't they wait until like the second episode do that i think which i thought was interesting um but then but then as soon as it happens it's like okay and we're gone uh you know the thing that gets me about umbrella academy is uh it like the uh we're irreverent and we hate everybody around us including our family members and we're always gonna fight but then we come together at the very end like, yep. uh, the first two seasons, I was like, oh, it's charming. This season, I was kind of like, guys, we get it. It's time. It's time to band together now. <laughs> like, 
I did like that this season they were trying to play it off more as like it's your family versus another family now. Yeah. And there was still the same infighting between a couple of characters that you're like, how are we not over this yet? Yeah. Um, but then I did also like that they keep it consistent. They're like, yeah, this whole story started about 20 days ago for us. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Nice, yeah. Right. Uh, it's been three but, years for us, but it was 20 days for them. That makes mm-hmm. sense. So without giving away anything else going on in the show, because, again, I don't love spoilers, but um, the opening scene of that season three starts with them showing off one of the new powers where she can, like, spit on somebody and like make them go into like oh, a yeah, hallucination yeah. and it's a four minute sing along and dance along to oh, footloose that's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was so funny yeah uh, and served no purpose other than to show this one person's power but they made it really fun and i was like all right i'm in let's do this what's next um so <laughs> that's a good point i forgot about that yeah and uh some of those characters were really fun some of those new characters were fun but that's also another uh, Netflix original show that was originally based off of a lesser-known comic. So, yeah. uh, Written by Gerard Way, lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Mm, that's the guy. Uh, the other things that I watched recently, uh, I celebrated my birthday this last weekend. So as anybody at home might be shocked to find out, I watched Fired Up, John Wick 1, and John Wick 2. So <laughs> there's no need to well break these movies down. Uh there's no, there's no need to talk about it. Uh, we have discussed <laughs> these movies at nauseum. Uh, so if you want to know more, you know, go back and listen to our cheer pod uh, or any of the action movies where I know we talk about Keanu Reeves or our Keanu pod. Uh, so there you go. If you want to know how I feel about all the rest of these movies, one, you should just know that I love them and that you're stupid for not loving them. And then uh, two, you should go listen to our other podcasts where... We talk about them a lot. Oh, the Keanu Reeves Bracket podcast. That's right. I was like, I don't think we've done an episode on Keanu Reeves, but you're dead right. No, we've yeah, been in the heart of a Keanu-sance for the last 10 years, and it's been so good. Some could argue 20 years. When he showed up in whatever the most recent Toy Story was as yeah. uh, Duke Kaboom, yeah. I, I remember looking at my wife in the theater and out loud go, we're in the middle of a Keanu sounds. You mentioned that in the Keanu Reeves podcast episode. And I uh, I thought it was funny then. And now, I think that I have said that ever since you say that. Every time I see Keanu Reeves pops up, I'm like, I'm in a Keanu sounds. Yes. So uh, I kind of hate that you've done that to me. But I wish it were different. I wish I were different. <laughs> but that's, that's pretty much... Yeah, anything else that you've been watching? Uh, no. Uh, just a lot, of, a lot of game film now. Because it's football season. Ah, uh, yes. R.I.P. to free time. R.I.P. to free time. Uh, well, if there's something we should be watching that we're not currently, please feel free to reach out to us at ntpodpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter or Instagram at ntpodpodcast. Thank you for listening. This is not the podcast you deserve. And if you've heard from Drew Allen, you know, let us know. That is a lie.